0: Hello, dear audio listeners. So glad to be back. It's been, been a month. Been a month. Been a month. And uh, for those listening on iTunes or SoundCloud or Android, uh, we highly recommend that with this episode you go over to YouTube. A lot had to be cut because we have, what is it, a 12-minute finale. Great. Uh, between Jihadi Bond and Tranny Bain, some commercials that didn't like make a lot of sense in the audio version. But in the audio version going forward this year, we're going to have some exclusive audio-only commercials. Um, so we really appreciate having you back, but I think you're missing some pretty cool stuff. If you don't watch the this one Mm -hmm. on the youtube and uh enjoy the show we want to thank of course walther firearms our sponsor going forward this year awesome i mean i know you know the walther PPK james bond but this is it's an easy it's an easy product to tell you about if you're looking at buying a a, a firearm just try it just try it just try the walther before you buy anything and if you don't like it don't buy it but pretty sure you will thank you walther firearms for protecting our studio enjoy the show
1: Smooth-talking guy, but he'll destroy you in the blink of
0: an eye. He'll
2: seduce with a kiss so sweet, then grab her by the hair, beat her without. Scare.
0: sound of the Woo! weekend, because it's Thursday, and also the, the, the longest introduction to Lato with Crowder ever. <laughs> it's so worth it. Jihadi Bond is dead. Don't ask me for him again, just like Cenk. We've retired him, but I'm so glad to be back with you, Partnered with us, you can see some changes here. In the studio, you'll see, uh, well, most notably, before, before I bring in anyone else, in the studio is uh, at Sven Computer. How are you, at Sven Computer? Beep, beep, up. Hi. <laughs> 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 oh, immediately I can say this is a terrible decision. Uh, of course, we have Venture here on the show, Gavin McInnes, and I'm I'm winded from da- my dance muscles <laughs> you, you haven't a lot. been. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, of course, producing with me in video studio as always is Jared, who is not gay. Follow him on Twitter at Jared, Me. It is credit with your comments, your thoughts, your Photoshop's. Well, I fulfill my legal obligations. Story conclusions. Are we good? Uh, we're good. I appreciate that. Don't we're really good. care. Yeah. Wine guy at G Morgan Jr. <laughs> Gerald, how are you? I'm doing well. Don't hyperventilate, man. What's the wine like of the day? show
1: back.
3: you got to get into it. Austin Hope, Hustle Rebels, Cabernet. Man, so it sounds to me on. like
0: you're hoping Jared yeah. loses his clothes. So, listen, uh, question. Of the, we have a few really? questions. First <laughs> off, what did you miss most? How did you sustain life when yeah. Ladder with Crowd was gone? And, and are there any topics in the month that we were working behind the scenes here uh, that you feel like you missed something you really want us to touch on? Because we can go back. Mm, yeah. You know, we miss, we miss quite a bit. Stuff, you we can stuff. We can go back. And then, of course, a uh, question more topical. We do this every Thursday show. Is um, what do you think? Have Democrats shot themselves? They were shooting themselves in the foot. Have they uh, have they hit like a main artery now in their thigh? <laughs> it's gone. And they're it's just all gone. Dead with the whole response to State like, of the Union and FISA, it just, I, I I you know, we were talking about this on Joe Rogan's show because we had so much work to do behind the scenes and hiring. We've hired three new people. Nice. Um, and I, at one point I was like, you know, I just, got, I, just got to, I just got to bear down. I just got to focus on what we have to do and getting ready so we can create content. So we just kind of shut off the news for a little bit because we had enough on our plates. Yeah. I picked my head and at one point kind of like, hey, what am I missing in the world of? What is it? And everyone's like, yeah, it's trending. Is Donald Trump called Haiti a shithole? <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, they're like, that's been the cycle for 40. 40- People are really mad at it. Yeah. I'm like, you mean anyone here is acting as though it's something other than a hole of shit. <laughs> Okay, this is why I don't, I'm good. It's pretty accurate assessment. I'm gonna assessment. go back to writing jokes. <laughs> I mean, it could have been said more tactfully, but pretty accurate.
1: I think we're no, right. no, that's, I, I'm all about the accuracy
0: here. I think I we're at the point, We'll talk about that more. We'll actually talk yeah. about the State of the Union address and the response and some interesting polls. Yeah. But before that, we have some more important news to get to. PETA has started a campaign demanding that the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles go vegan. This is from the PETA website, their open letter. It says, modern kids are embracing vegan food. Oh, no. So why shouldn't modern Ninja Turtles, the PETA senior vice pre- – that's, that's a job. Senior vice president <laughs> of PETA, Lisa said. And coincidentally enough, actually, Nickelodeon was the sa- same um, – they were on the same yeah. track oh. because they were taking the franchise this direction with their latest installment, Ninja Turtles 5, secret of the V12 deficiency. <laughs> yeah.
1: They're going to fight that crime yes. tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, maybe you know what? Let's push it Saturday just to be safe.
0: Yeah. yeah, after my thyroid check. Yeah. <laughs> he did, they they <laughs> also suggested alternative uh, plot lines where the turtles get stuffed in lockers, alienate the parents, and miss their periods because that's. <laughs> I, I don't know. But, but we said that. Oh, was with us. He was like, "Wait, do, do, do turtles get periods? I think they're asexual." Like, I think that's amphibians. We spent way too much time on this. There's news <laughs> to get to. It's February. Yay! What does that mean? It means it's Black History Month. Hashtag you racist and i know many are upset because i feel like black history month has turned more so into white guilt month yeah yeah and no one's saying that no, no. one's saying that you have to fill a whole. M- a lot of people don't realize not only they're filling a whole month with february but um we actually offered the extra day every four years to asian americans so they actually threw it back at us saying we don't need your charity <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing That's awesome. i'm sure they probably have a month yeah just no know. one knows about it. I have yeah. no idea what it would be.
3: It's like a secret like club month.
0: That is one thing with millennial Asians. They are the first Asians who've decided that they want to wear the oppression badge. Yeah. Ooh, no I mean, no, that's I mean really, most like if you look at old, it was, like they were in intern railroads, internment camps. Oh yeah, very, very recent. Yeah, we kind of screwed you guys over too. But it was like a turnstile to a theme park. The second they left the internment camps, they outperformed all other Americans. Like, <laughs> and started a dry clean franchise, and that's it. it was immediate they couldn't care less yeah no and that worked you see what happens they're very forward-looking people they don't need your extra day in february new york state will now give all of their inmates tablet computers this Hmm. comes from fix11.com new york's department of corrections and community supervision will receive the tablets for inmates as part of a deal with jpay a company that specializes in corrections related services a doc sp- spokesperson said the tablets will actually it'll give inmate access to uh, inmates, inmates inmates access in a month we're, 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 we're getting our uh, <laughs> getting our water water wings not water wings we're getting our wi- I don't even know what wings <laughs> that's what's wrong with my <laughs> actually they said that t- this is this is true the tablets will give inmates access to educational content, ebooks, music. They'll also help inmates file grievances, allow them to communicate with their families through a secure, and it's a shiv. That <laughs> happens so quickly.
3: You could have seen that coming, right? I tell
0: you what though, he's one hell of a whittler. Yeah, that's true, that's true. It looks like an awfully fine point. And of course, this, this spurred a widespread, though not entirely unpredictable problem of prison rape revenge porn, uh, oh. as seen in this latest 2020 special. You know, the most hurtful
1: and probably an invasive portion of all of this is the invasion of privacy. The worst part of the aftermath, the humiliation. I, I would say it's probably more painful than even the anal fissures. I mean, you'd think the, the, the rape would be bad enough, but I never anticipated uh, it being so public. And now it's,
0: it's, it's almost ruined my life. The unintended oh, consequences man. of technology. It's terrible. We didn't know. Could have seen it coming. Come on.
3: They'll find a way to access pornography.
0: Come on. The Canadian Senate, (laughs) speaking of didn't see this coming, but we did, just passed a bill to make the national anthem's lyrics, quote, gender neutral. The House of Commons overwhelmingly passed a private member's bill in 2016 that would alter the national anthem by replacing an All Thy Sons command with an All of Us command as part of a push to strike gendered language, they say, from O Canada.
1: That'll fix things. Yeah.
0: That's... (laughs) Solves every problem. That's Canada's main issue right there. exactly. Keystone and son's command. This bill, of course, comes on the heels of Canada's recent parliamentary decision to change its national flag from the iconic maple leaf to a great big giant pussy. So that's one thing that I don't know what direction you thought we were going to go with that. Come on, you knew. It's only a month. (laughs) <laughs> we haven't changed that much. News is also broken. True story. A lot of people send us a message. Is this tr- Yes. Yes. There is zero fake news. Everything you see here, including the pictures, are 100% accurate. <laughs> news is broken that the <laughs> former Barney the Dinosaur actor is now working as a controversial tantric sex guru. <laughs> <laughs> don't send your emails to ladderwithcrowder.com. That's a real story I don't from even the want telegram. to know what Steve Confirmed. from Blue's Clues is up to. <laughs> I don't even want to know. Really looking back, it shouldn't be all that. We should have seen this coming. <laughs> okay, kids. I had a wonderful day. Now remember, I'll you, you me. I'm your tantric sex yogi with a great big and a from me to you. Won't you say you'll the the brain a <laughs> almost like parents oh are gosh. asleep at the
1: switch. Oh my gosh. This is so
3: terrible. Can't
0: expect the
1: TV to babysit your kids! Oh my god. That's gosh. why. This is why we need you to, end to cancel up, PBS. You end
0: up with That's Elmo, it. Elmo and Barney. I need a safe gosh. space. You think they were in cahoots? <laughs> Remember Elmo? Was that documentary becoming Elmo? Was like it was yeah. one of the so early Netflix yeah. documentaries. Everyone said this is, yeah. That was holding like Have yeah. you seen this? Oh, oh my god! Uh, so Netflix—they're not mailing just DVDs to your mailbox now. They're actually creating content, yeah. and it's incredible. I mean, if this is going to set, this is going to set the precedents going forward for Netflix. Yeah, we're going to be in a good spot. Becoming Elmo—it's the most inspirational, <laughs> and he's a rapist. Wow! Oh, that happened so quickly. Crap. <laughs> I remember, I remember thinking, the production time. Down. When I first heard that story remember about Elmo, yeah. was, I remember hearing going, no 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 no. No, you mean he he yeah, he was he was inspired by children. I saw the documentary. No, yeah. no, it's no, changed no. since the documentary he fondles he, children. He he, he he touched a lot of children. No, no, I no no, not, you're misinterpreting, misinterpreting that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was cuz it was so it quickly. It wasn't like touching, you know. <sighs> All right. Physical touch. Speaking of losing their touch, <laughs> Democrats Have now. Here's one thing with the State of the Union, and I wanted to address this because it's 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 been ongoing. And so let's go macro with it. I know a lot of people have just been talking about the State of the Union address. We'll talk about that in FISA with Ben Shapiro and Gavin McGuinness and all the wonderful guests. Um, By the way, Virginia Tech, February 6th, we're going to be doing the show live for the first time. The the, the State of the Union address was a microcosm where Democrats are at the point they refuse to acknowledge any good that President Trump does. You know, I wasn't a fan of the guy. You know, I think that he tweets too much and that I think he acts like a buffoon, but the, the laundry list of things for which the Democrats refuse to stand or clap that all Americans, including a majority of Democrat voters are on board with, is, it, it's staggering to the point. Here, here's a montage of all the things that they deemed too offensive to stand for.
2: We enacted the biggest tax cuts and reforms in American history.
0: I can see how they'd be mad about that. That's terrible, yeah. Very, very terrible. Nothing. That one I get.
2: We are finally seeing rising wages. Yeah, yeah. No? No stains? No?
3: Okay. Wait, this plan worked.
2: American unemployment stands at the lowest rate ever recorded. Hey! That was a very white guy. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, come on.
0: One guy, yeah. he's like, wait, no, I'm not supposed to.
2: Has also reached the lowest levels in history.
3: You think he would be good things. In this America, is amazing.
2: We know that faith and family, not government and bureaucracy, are the center of American life.
3: Uh, the uh, motto
2: uh, dangerous. is In God We Trust. <laughs> Paul, yeah, Ryan, I Paul right. Ryan is still a wiener. But look at that. Just, so, what are the Democrats saying there? Preston's no, we reference don't. for yeah. those who have served our nation reminds us why we proudly stand for the national. Anthem. Okay, good. Everyone's going to stand for that. one. Good. Huh? No? Son of <laughs> a bitch!
3: <laughs> You're Ofer on this, by the way. We
2: can lift our citizens from welfare to work, from dependence to independence, okay. and from poverty to prosperity. Okay, good. Let's find some common ground. Yeah. Okay. This is going. That's a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: I'd rather take it from
0: him. <laughs> That's like when your mom so clapped sarcastically because you failed going off the high dive. Like yeah. I'm so proud of you. Mm-hmm. That became a meme very quickly, by the way. Mm-hmm. We to begin
2: moving toward a merit based immigration system.
0: Oh, one that admits
2: no. people who are skilled, who want to work, who will contribute to our society, and who will love and respect our country. <laughs> <laughs> what?
0: Cory, go. going charging sit down, you. Corey.
2: And God How long
0: bless is this? America. It's a lot of time. God bless <laughs> America. Here we go. All right. So, <laughs> let's see the things, but let, let's 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 really be clear about this. When you're at the state of union address and you refuse to stand, you are effectively protesting. Right. Right? So the things that they are protest the moral outrage is patriotism, national anthem, in God we trust, low black unemployment, low overall employment. The family being the central building block, not government. And uh, God bless America. These are right the th- wing <laughs> bastards. <laughs> yeah, that's far right. That's and that's really when we were on Joe Rogan shows. <laughs> going, that's why people say you're right wing because you have an American flag behind you. Wow. The that's Democrats see that as – that's. I mean, that's you're, that's the Fourth Reich on its way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, every time I pull up somebody in a,
1: a car behind them and I see it just plastered with the bumper stickers, I assume it's a liberal. As soon as I get up and see anything about an American flag, I'm like, oh, no, nope, I was wrong. Yeah, yeah. you're comes into focus, Or I'm USO, like, uh, yep.
0: anything troop-related. You're like, oh, okay, no, that yeah, person's yeah, yeah. a okay, yeah. Person's Exactly. Cool. Yeah. I think it's just that they're so far left that the far right is now pretty much the center. To well, them. there is no, there is no center on the left, and we'll talk about that more with our guests. But there is no, there yeah. is no like a Paul Ryan no. on the left. Yeah. there's not. There's no, certainly not in, the, There's no in their more roster. Blue dog Democrats, like, no, they don't yeah. exist they don't, anymore. We, we killed them all. No, nah, I guess it's Bernie Sanders. Like what? Bernie Sanders, he's straight down the center, right? Yeah, he just wants to take all. That's of the your level money. of reason. Well, here's the thing: it didn't, <laughs> it didn't resonate with most Americans, and this is why I think the, the left is—they're shooting themselves in the foot right now. We are seeing this. I mean, and the beauty is Donald Trump was just quiet for a little bit. Yeah. Which it's like, see, see, President Trump. Just give them a minute. <laughs> give them a minute to themselves, and they'll screw it up. They'll Just shoot the entire foot tweet. off. <laughs> Let them do it. Hey, uh, let's bring Sven computer. Do you have the uh, the polls? The polls yes. from okay, how well, people reacted to it.
1: Well, beep beep. Uh, we saw a ten percent uptick in Trump's approval rating in the last month. Okay. And this yeah. set of the union was a home run for him. Seventy-five uh, percent of Americans who watched it uh, approved of the speech. Okay. Well, and beep beep. And then, forty-three percent of, 43% of right. Democrats approved B. Bob, which is incredible if you
0: think about it. Almost yeah.
1: half of Democrats. Almost the speech, half of Democrats beep beep watching the speech.
0: Thank you, Sven Computer. You must go. Well, so, I uh, I do think that's inc- half of Democrats. Yeah. Not a single one there standing.
3: No. None of them. Obviously, they don't represent them. And that ten point bump, by the way, was before the State of the Union. It will probably continue to go up. So his approval Mm -hmm. ratings are getting interesting. Well, I
0: wonder this. uh, I'm hoping that President Donald Trump. Listen, let's let's. He he has an ego. So I'm hoping maybe he'll see this and go, Oh, wait a second. Wait a second. I can get. I can gain more ground by shutting up. You got more traction. I can <laughs> save my
1: characters. By,
0: yes, <laughs> by giving a speech that worked, people approved, and then just, letting, just let it ride for a little bit. And this proves to us that Democrats, everything we've said, putting party before country. It's yeah. it's one so thing blatant. to just, yeah. yeah. I mean, to sit on your hands when Trump celebrates himself, we get it, you yeah. know, it's like, ah, oh, look Absolutely. at those narcissistic tick. He's giving you ammunition. But to not stand when he celebrates the American people, I heard someone, I don't remember where it was. It might have been Steve Dace actually arguing on uh, CNN. Uh who's over there, of course, if you're a monthly member, CRTV. Someone said, well, the national anthem comment was it it was protest because Donald Trump said those sons of bitches better stand for the national anthem, referring to the NFL. So they were protesting his racial slur. And I'm like, well, hold on a second. (laughs) Sons of bitches is a racial slur? There wasn't a black guy in True Grit. (laughs) That's awesome. I don't know. I don't like that. Everything Hades. Hate easy hole. That's racist. It's racist to condemn a country which sucks because of a corrupt government of mostly black people who, by the way, are screwing their citizens who are mostly black people. Which of the black people does he hate? Those in <laughs> government or the people the government screwing? And that's what's happening now. People are just going, I think that's why you see 43% of Democrats, almost half watching it, go, yeah. eh, this sounds good. He's oh, not wait, so no, bad. No, Bernie's pissed. Bernie's pissed again.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I will say, too, that Trump has set the bar kind of low. Like, we expect him to go out and put his foot in his mouth right. just kind of on, on everyday occasions, right? And he, he went out and he actually delivered a pretty good speech. Well, and, and and the thing is, he had results to go with it, too. I think that's the big thing. And it's just going to get more and more some as the tax plan comes in. Now,
0: to be to, to, to give them, to throw them a bone to the left, I understand where they would say, well, the black unemployment, President Donald Trump's taking credit for something that's been going down for a long time. Right. As a matter of fact, the, the decline in black unemployment this month wasn't even as good as this month under Barack Obama. I can understand them making that argument. But here's the thing. You said that Donald Trump was going to burn all the blacks. <laughs> so he's done better. You said wants to put yeah. y'all back in chains remember that yeah. remember that quote i think it was about Mitt romney but it was point, literally it was. joe biden <laughs> said he w- wanted to put y'all back in chains so here's the deal if it's even acceptable let alone exceptional it's so much better than you told the blacks donald trump would be for them so we could give you that argument if you weren't an insufferable dick every other day of the year <laughs> And here's the thing. So, I mean, you know, who would have thought tax cuts would lead to yeah. people actually having more money in their pocket? You see what? just we have a, a hit list at ladderwithcredit.com. Billions. I might even mean the trillions now of, of dollars reinvested in yeah. the United States. Hundreds of thousands of jobs it's from huge. companies that are being brought back. Yeah. And when confronted with this, this statistically undeniable evidence of Trump doing some good things, he's not pre- def- definitely acts like a like a moron sometimes. I'll give you that. But when you deny the the, the the statistical reality of the actual good things, that's where you, t- to give you an idea. This is my favorite thing that has occurred in the news <laughs> since I've been gone. It could be my favorite thing ever, ever in ever. the news. Just say ever. When confronted <laughs> with the reality that the tax cuts might be helping middle class Americans. It, it, also, oh. this this is also known as, uh, quote, destroying everything that Bernie Sanders believes to be the world. <laughs> this is how he responds. It's the worst saved. Just watch the clip.
4: Senator, the president is giving his first State of the Union address this week. And polls show that his biggest achievement so far, the tax cuts, are now gaining in popularity as some of these big companies hand out $1,000 bonuses are you glad that these people have more money in their pockets?
2: Are we having a technical issue here?
4: <laughs> Senator, can you hear me? <laughs>
3: All right. It appears that we have lost our audio connection with
0: Senator Sanders. We'll take a couple <laughs> know, You know he's like? Oh, God. Oh, I, okay. I got to act you like can I can see. Hear. You can see. It's, listen, I know you don't want to attribute motive. Maybe that was genuine, okay? Yeah. Maybe it was. Or but maybe it's going, have... go, oh, you mean the? they didn't give the millions. To themselves <laughs> well I think the worst thing for him is the question was framed and I don't even think the interviewer knew it she was kind of giving him a softball yeah, yeah. but the thing that destroyed Bernie Sanders it shattered his very existence was was <laughs> framed in the form of a poll she's saying the fact that it's actually getting more popular because Bernie Sanders right yeah. his defense is always the majority of Americans. They want the free shit. Right? That's his argument. Like, well, hold on a second. It's morally reprehensible to take from somebody and just you're stealing from someone and they're like, yeah, but 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 polls, right? Yeah, so exactly. now she says, That's proof. "What about the fact that it's actually becoming more popular for Americans to have more of their own money?" And at this point he's just like, "I've got a I've got a bail." <laughs>
3: How do Something, I get up? something's not
0: computing. Its that head. was that was the cable <laughs> news equivalent of I can't
1: even. <laughs> How do I throw this on the Russians?
0: I think we're every technical div I mean, I, if yeah, I, you exactly. know, I was on when I used to do cable news for four and a half years. <laughs> if I'd have known that when I when confronted with a difficult argument, I could just say, I, you know, I
2: can't. <laughs> I would
0: That would have been my get out of jail. This
2: uh, is one of
1: those interviews where they're literally sitting next to you, and you're like, it, it, you're, you're, you're here. You the question. oh. oh.
0: <laughs> I just picture Senator Bernie Sanders ending that interview, just going,
3: nailed it. HALL PASS! <laughs> and
0: walking <laughs> off, speaking of technical issues, we're going to have to get Ben Shapiro on the line and then Gavin McGinnis. We have to go to our guests. Stay tuned. It just isn't done that way. the going.
3: February 6th,
0: Virginia Tech
3: prepares for the greatest show on Earth.
0: I'm moving right along. Put loose and fancy free. Getting there is half the fun. Compare it with me. right along. What? Beep beep,
5: can I please come in? It's cold out oh, here, okay. beep beep. Oh.
0: No! Uh, but there's four seats, beep, beep You know the rules, get back there and protect the equipment! Get back!
2: Moving right along, we'll learn to share the loan.
0: I don't even know what the lyrics are to that song. I couldn't tell you. Not entirely sure. I, I don't know. Save. But Pogo, people are glad. People are saying they missed Pogo when we were gone, but you can still listen to his music. He, he has never his own went YouTube away. Channel. No, he never it's went away. Place I time. mean, he doesn't have a work visa. He made it. That's why he's he's actually. I think he's been banned from the United States for a few years. That's what. That is. Which is unfortunate because we wanted to have him do an after party at Virginia Tech on that's the sixth. We wanted that's him true. to DJ it, and you know, I was like, bring the mousies. It'd, it'd be too out of control. It's better. It's, anyway, it's not. our guest is sitting here waiting on hold. It's not like we were rude to him deliberately. A little bit. So you know his show, of course, in the Daily Wire. First show back, it makes sense. We love the guy. We just talked about him on the Joe Rogan Show. You can hear his show, the Ben Shapiro Show. Ben
4: Shapiro, how are you, sir? Hey, doing pretty well, except you made me listen to a remix of, of a line from Alice in Wonderland, I believe.
0: Yes, yes, fairly that's true. I'm certain
4: that that, yeah. That's yeah, what Pogo that's, does. That's, that's He's,
0: what uh, what don't, 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 t- you can oh, speak ill of anything except Pogo stick. on okay, this show. I, yeah. I don't know who that is. Poor form, Ben. I'm a little nervous because I see that you have uh, the greatest of beverage vessels
4: there next to you, and I don't have, that's true. I, I don't have the well, number you know, you know what it's really great for? You know what it's really fantastic for? We used it, actually, all of us used it on the night of the State of the Union. Uh, you know it is fantastic for generating
0: more subscribers. Is just, oh
4: okay. It's yeah. just that right. <laughs> know, I was gonna go with
0: generating more subscribers, but it's, just, it's, it's good for, for the well. You, I'll
4: tell you what's really nice also, you know. There are there are a few things that are around here that are that are nice.
0: Yeah, you know I have I do have one, and I was at Rogan show, and I was surprised as to, well. I guess I shouldn't say surprised. How cheap you were that you didn't spring for the name brand Yeti. You just you just go to the
4: the, the cheapest Chinese manufacturer and say if there's lead in it, we'll take it. I'm confused. Hey, free trade, man, free trade. It <laughs> all that matters to me. Well, five year olds won't make it. He doesn't want it. <laughs> no, no,
3: exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly. Get back in there, make some shoes, and a Ben Shapiro tumbler. Don't come out until you've. Hey, you if figured they it weren't out. making shoes, their family would starve. So That's true. Let's just. That is why I shop exclusively at The Gap. So, uh, Ben, <laughs> let, let me ask you this. What do you make of this week? The State of the Union, the FISA, FISA memo? Um, we were just talking about it. It seems, it's, it's almost like the Joker uh, broke the pool cue and said you're gonna have tryouts, only there is no Joker breaking the pool cue, and the Democrats and Trump have just been stabbing themselves in the face, and it seems like Donald Trump stopped for <laughs> once, so it's just the Democrats.
4: That that's that's about as good an analogy as I've heard recently. Actually, I think the State of the Union address was was actually a pretty good night for Trump. And then we went right back to Memo Fight 2018. Memo Fight 2018. It's just it's it's the WWE of nerd fights. It's fan frickin' tastic. It's two guys in tubas slapping each other with broomsticks. Comey,
2: just finish him. (laughs)
4: <laughs> it's just, like it, No one understands what's going on. That's the, that's the most hilarious part about all this, is that you've got people who watch Fox News and everybody on Fox News, the guests, they're all saying, this is a hundred times worse than Watergate. And they're like, explain why. I'm like, because. Stuff. <laughs> and then the Democrats will go on MSNBC and they'll be like, no one can release this memo or we will all die. All of us. We will all die. Our children will die. They'll dig up people who are dead. They'll bring them back to life. Those people will die. And people be like, well, why is that? Like. WE CAN'T TELL YOU IT'S CLASSIFIED. YES. <laughs> what, WHAT THE HELL ARE YOU EVEN TALKING ABOUT? Like what, are, WHAT ARE ANY OF THE... SO I DON'T... LIKE, OKAY, LET'S JUST PUT it THIS WAY. I DON'T TRUST Evan NUNEZ. I DON'T TRUST THE FBI. I DON'T TRUST PRESIDENT TRUMP. I DON'T TRUST ADAM SCHIFF. I DON'T TRUST ANY OF THESE PEOPLE. AND THE ONE THING THAT COULD FIX ALL OF THIS WOULD BE de- DECLASSIFICATION OF A LOT OF THE UNDERLYING MATERIALS Oh, we're being told that we'll all die if we see this. So what the hell am I supposed to make of that? That is true. Like, well, I'm just, I'm confused. Well, it, there is some validity, right, to the fact, like if you're
0: like Geraldo Rivera revealing military coordinates, I mean, there are screw-ups. There are some things right. that need to remain classified. It doesn't seem as though even the left is arguing that here. Uh, they're just arguing that it could, I haven't heard anyone say, this is a matter of national security. This information can't be released. I've heard very vaguely, well, it seems as though they're trying to use this as a polit- political weaponry. Has anyone actively come out and said, if we release these memo th- these memos, uh, basically our, our military will be at risk. As,
4: I haven't heard that. Clearly. I mean, I haven't heard that at all. I mean, presumably they'd be talking about the FISA warrant process might be at risk or sources might be at risk right. or something. So redact that stuff. Just redact stuff. I mean, I, I don't understand what the problem is with redacting as much as possible and then putting it out there in the public view, because right now we do have a crisis, a crisis of confidence in virtually all of our institutions. Right. What, what I tweeted yesterday is either somebody is lying or everybody is lying. Yeah. Uh, and I, I tend to think it's the, the latter because Here's what this really breaks down into. There's a credible allegation, I think a very credible allegation, that the FBI was engaged in a cover-up for Hillary Clinton on the classified materials front. Sure. I think we've seen that from the texts involving Peter Strzok. I think we've seen that in just from James Comey's original statement in which he changed the law in order to let her off the hook. Andy McCarthy has a very good, thorough take on this over at National Review, where he lays out the entire timeline. I think the evidence for that is pretty solid. Well, hold on a second. Wait, Wait. am I supposed
0: that, to love Comey
4: or hate Comey today? Forgive me. I uh, So... You're supposed to, so you're supposed to hate him. Yes. Uh, that's, that, that's the idea. So you're supposed to hate Comey. And, I, you know, I think the guy's kind of a douchebag, so I think that's all right. Um, and, then there's the, and then there's the second question, which is, did the FBI screw up the Trump-Russia collusion case? Now, you can think that there's no Trump-Russia collusion case and it's all a bunch of nonsense. I generally believe that, but still think the FBI hasn't actually, in corrupt fashion, screwed up the case. Right. And that's sort of where I come down because I haven't seen evidence yet that they actually actively screw up the Trump case. So what I'm seeing is a lot of Republicans going, they were corrupt on Hillary. That means they were corrupt on Trump. That means Mueller has to be fired. And I'm thinking that's a couple of steps of logic that wait, I just wait, am can, not willing you, to take Do with I you. love
0: or hate Mueller today?
4: So you're supposed to hate Mueller. Okay, got it. Good. Right? That's just, just telling you you're supposed okay. to hate Mueller. And Comey. And you're also supposed to hate Rosenstein. You're also supposed to hate Jeff Sessions, you're also supposed to hate Christopher Wray, the current head of the FBI. Right. A lot of hate going around. Yeah. You're supposed to love Devin Nunes if you're if you're a conservative. You're supposed to love Devin Nunes. Now uh, you're supposed to think that he is just God's gift to transparency. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are, of course, supposed to love the president, mm-hmm. um, but that's that's a given. I mean, that's that's. Just the I will bad. say this: so, one big um, irony
0: in all of this. Uh, you said either no one's lying or everyone's lying. I, 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 this is something I honestly think of everyone. The person least likely to be lying is probably President Trump. Because like we said, I don't think they would let him in on it. I think it was wait, right. there's something in there that they were clear. It's a cover up, release it. I think that's been his involvement. And they're like, wait, 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 wait. I think it's right. more sensitive than this. I really I totally don't think he's this. lying. I think he's just half
4: I know. I, I totally agree with this. I, I, I will always attribute to stupidity rather than malice when it comes to Trump. Because I think that's probably the most accurate perception, right? I, like I would always attribute to malice rather than stupidity for Obama. Because I think that he was malicious and not stupid. Yeah. Uh, President Trump. Yeah, I'm gonna go the opposite when I'm in doubt because I just don't. I, I don't think that he's sitting over there pouring over the classified documents. I mean, there there's like Candy Crush to be played. I mean, I, I really don't think that, that that's. that's <laughs> yes, I picture Donald Trump playing Candy can Crush do.
0: on Air Force One and President Obama uh, sacrificing children in front of a ram's head at some kind of weird, half-filled <laughs> with
2: liquid
4: altar. It's not biased at all, though. No, we have no bias. No, you're, no, you're not at all. An objective, but yeah, we this, report, it, you decide. This, this is, let me, let me- exactly, this, this is sort of the problem, just final mode on this. This is sort of the problem yeah. is that if we want to actually figure out where this is going, instead of us jumping to here's an authority figure that I like and let's follow what he says about this, instead what we really should be doing is why don't you just release everything right. and then we can all take a look at it and decide what's super bad. But I think that the Republicans have gotten out in front of themselves a little bit here and now they're, they're, they're kind of a catch 22 because the FBI Director Christopher Ray may step down if they release the memo mm-hmm. uh, or if Trump allows the release of the memo. That could hurt Trump. If Trump doesn't release the memo, the buildup's been so big. We've been told that this thing is like the Magna Carta of classified documents. Yeah. That it's just going to change the world. And if it turns out that it's a big nothing burger, then I think a lot of people are going to be disappointed angry and angry. Don't use that so, word,
0: so. Ben. I've, se- I've said I want a moratorium on that word, and then you come on as a guest. Oh, I didn't realize that. Just <laughs> no more. No more of nothing burger. I just, there's something of it. Okay, he, it's you and burger? Uh, that's fine. That's fine. You and high school girls use nothing burger. I don't know what it is. Stop using nothing burger. And Geraldo Rivera. Okay. <laughs> oh, God, now I, well, now I feel now I feel bad. Can, can someone get him? Can someone get him a tumbler? Get him a tumbler. Hey, um, one. Other, well, we were just talking about you actually on on Joe Rogan the other day, and how you were my first lawyer because I said, hey, you have a lot of vowels in your last name, and I need someone to help handle my money with this contract. Something okay. Something else we have in common. What would you think that that Jews and French Canadians have in common? I just found this out the other day.
4: Um, well, I know the Canadians like the bacon, so it's not bad. No.
0: Hereditary diseases exclusive to our bloodlines.
4: Did you know? Because obviously, you know that
0: wow. you've talked about that with, with Jews, but apparently, there are like four diseases. I found this out through genetic testing exclusive to French Canadians. And I, and wow. I found out like there's hepatitis some. Hepatitis A? <laughs> Oh, that's terrible! Uh, no, but here I was all this time, thing. you know, <laughs> making gags about sickle cell because I thought it would never affect me. Now I find out I have a greater chance of being affected by these fr-
4: specifically French Canadian. Pur- Purifying the blood races has its price. Well, it's a big. Well, we've talked. I know Dennis Prager has talked about this. Is because is it just a is it just a bizarre sense of happiness? Is that is that the hereditary disease? <laughs> I don't know. Like yeah, you just go to Canada and everyone's bizarrely happy for no reason. It's de- <laughs> It's bleak and depressing outside and freaking cold and everybody's like, hey, it's great up here And they have Irish accents for some reason. Yes for some reason no,
0: but that no you are right that that but that's uh, Hereditary and it's due to something called ignorance. It's not necessarily disease They just they're completely <laughs> ignorant of the world that occurs around them I found this out with genetic testing because it tells you like hey You need to test for this if you're Jewish if you're Scandinavian if you're African American then there's a whole list of french canadians and diseases that we can have yeah anyway it's totally irrelevant uh let me the state of the union address here's one thing you've been a big critic of of donald trump we're gonna have gavin McGuinness on next then we have to get going i will say this i thought it was pretty good uh i tried to keep my head out of politics for a little bit while we were uh, rebuilding the studio and and doing some work um and it just seems as though if if the left keeps doing what they're doing the guy could be a two-termer because oh my gosh he didn't step on his momentum didn't tweet something stupid if
4: this is Donald Trump from here on out and this is the left, they're going to lose. Well, we keep, we keep hearing this is the turning point and I'll feel that way when we get past, I don't know, like 72 hours. Like, yeah. like I'm going to have to give it a little longer than, than two days or a day and a half after the State of the Union address. I agree with you. I thought that the address was quite good. It was too long, obviously. I mean, it just went on too long. But aside from that, uh, and the, the, so here are, my, here are my three criticisms of the speech and then I'll get to all the great things. I think there were a bunch of good things about it. Uh, the, the three criticisms are, it was too long. Uh, he didn't talk about anything having to do with the debt or the deficit, which is usually right. something that Republicans talk about. And he didn't lay out anything that he actually wants to do this year, aside from immigration, which is not gonna get done. So right. it's not like there are big plans, a footer on the table. But you know, as far as what was good about the speech, the cheerleading for America, the sense of patriotism about the speech, the idea that there are people who are living you know, in hellish situations who would dream of being here. That's something we never heard from President Obama. We always heard from President Obama about how we weren't living up to our best selves. He would always lecture us as though we needed to be lectured by President Obama about what America was truly about. And Trump didn't do any of that. He basically said, this is a pretty great place. It's full of pretty great people. And some of the stuff that we can do to make the country better, most of that involves us giving power back to you. That's gonna be a popular message. It was, and I thought that it was well-delivered. I thought he did a really good job picking the, uh, the victim's gallery, right? Which is what we have at every State of the Union, where yeah. we just have like a group of people sitting up in the rafters, and we go, ah, oh, poor Bob. Give a hand for Bob. Right. I'm like, oh, there's Bob and he's got no arms. Yes, exactly. And then <laughs> and, and, Joe Biden and, and, says, stand
0: up, Bob, and he has no legs. He goes, I meant Chuck. And then you're like, oh, wait, Chuck's been dead for four years, Joe. Who are you talking to? <laughs> one thing that I will say, to be fair, the first State of the Union address, does—it it is typically fluffed up to to kind of uh, enumerate just, all right, listen, this is all the stuff that, that I've done well. The first one, typically, you're right. coming in, you're trying to make your case with President Obama, certainly. Uh, more so than laying out your plan for the future. You're trying to, to you know, get in the, 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 the country's yeah, good race. Yeah, that was
4: the best part of Trump's speech. The, the first 20 minutes where he talked about how great the economy was, I think it's really good for him. Yeah. Again, I mean, I think that the, the polls show that people liked what he had to say. 43% of Democrats liked what he had to say. I know. But what, is, what, 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 what does that mean for them when everyone who's a Democrat who's televised looks like a dick?
0: So it's like if forty-three percent of Democrats at home are like, "Hey, that's pretty good," but everyone is like, "No!" They're sitting there like the Muppet guys. I mean, you know, it's it, where's the, do, when do they become aware of the disconnect? It's like you lost the election because of this, and now you're doing it again, and you're doing it to make a point on national television. Yeah.
4: Well, that, that that was obviously the, the most hilarious part of the speech is that he would say things like, "Black unemployment is low," and everyone's like, "Yeah," and Democrats like, <laughs> hey, well, "Really?" That's that's your that's your take on this, and hey, they all have the joy read take. On how America is supposed to work, you say America or motherhood or apple pie, and everybody's supposed to get really grumpy because Trump is saying this. My favorite thing, of course, was was Joe Manchin, right? Who realized halfway through the speech he was a Democrat, so he starts standing up and cheering, and then he looks around, he realizes no one else is standing, and it's like being the one guy who laughs at a funeral. He just has to he has to slowly. <laughs> no, sit that's back. just not you. That that's ever happened to me. That's just yeah, you. exactly. That's just for you because not that gonna... I ever laugh when other people cry because I have no sensitivity to the feelings of others. But yes, that's that, that was Joe Manchin again. I think that Democrats lost in 2016 because Hillary Clinton was the worst candidate in the history of American politics. And now they are intent on apparently turning themselves all into bitter scolds like <laughs> Hillary Clinton. Like yeah. that, that's what it was. I just don't, I don't understand the logic behind this.
0: I mean, it, at some point, Dem- I just hope Democrats, well, I hope they don't, but you'd think they'd look in the mirror. And, you know, I hate my mom. <gasps> I'm just like. I can't hear the music any, But they don't. They just look like, yes, we're doing great. Well, we'll see you in 2020. All right. The Ben Shapiro show on the Daily Wire, of course, on the iTunes. That's some kind of musical robot, I believe. You can download it everywhere, watch it on the YouTube. Conversations. Conversations is something to, to plug. Oh, conversations. That's right. Tell us about conversations, Ben.
4: Okay, yeah, so that's a, that's a thing where uh, Alicia Krause, who's one of our, our new folks over here at Daily yes. Wire, actually takes questions from our listeners, and then we'll have like an hour-long Q&A with me or with uh, the execrable Michael Knowles, uh, or with, uh or with Andrew Clavin. Yes, so that's So right. we, we do those every every couple of weeks, and, and it's a lot of fun.
0: I'm not going to lie to you. That was a last-minute plug that Jared motioned to me and said, hold on a second, we forgot to talk about this. That's
4: why that was so awkward. I know your show. Oh, I yeah, was, no, 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 totally- no worries. It wasn't, it wasn't your natural awkwardness or mine or the combination thereof. <laughs> it was just <laughs> It was just that it was, it was badly cued. It was
0: just last minute. Hey, you need to mention conversations. Let's go like, with well, that. Yeah, he's Good always story. having conversations. He never shuts up. Ben Shapiro show, of course, conversations over there at Daily Wire. And I know you can watch the live streams on Facebook. Thank you so much for being back for our first uh, show back, Ben. And uh, we'll, we'll follow you. We'll we keep using that ashtray. It's actually. Well,
4: thank you. It's Congru- it, it is It is a great ashtray. And congratulations on being back. I'm glad you're not dead, my friend.
0: Well, I don't know if I agree. We'll be back with Gavin McGinnis after this. <laughs>
1: Everything's ready here on the dark side of the moon. Play the research tones.
3: Beep bop Beep 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 up.
0: Ask for six overlays, then pause. He sent us four overlays with five different references.
3: Beep, beep, ba, 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 beep, 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 ba, 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 beep, ba, 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 beep, 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 ba, ba, beep,
1: beep, beep, ba, beep, beep,
0: All right, glad to have our next guest, mostly. I mean, uh, yeah, it's, a, it's more of a palate cleanser after Ben Shapiro is. You know, you got he, two kinds. He, he was available. He was available. Uh, also, his program is, a lot of people say, what do you get with Mud Club if you join up at CRTV? Well, not only do you get our show, not only do you get Morning Grinders, not only do you get Michelle Malkin Investigates, uh, not only do you get, of course, Mark Levin, but you also get Get Off My Lawn with Gavin McInnes, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone loves to get, he was one of the most requested people. They said, man, if you paired up, and then he's also shot another, now there's, now there's another Gavin show. It's sort of like, from what I understand, that the McLaughlin Group only—it um, doesn't—it doesn't, it, I'm, I'm it doesn't not suck it. Think as it's much. i a clone. I yeah. Think it's a clone. So, Gavin, it's "Get Off My Lawn" over there. If you're if you're a Mud Club member uh, on the CRTV's Gavin McGinnis, how are you, sir? I am great. How are you, Steve? Did they make you wear the suit, or did, was this your decision?
5: <laughs> I always wear suits. I love suits. Uh, I'm wearing this because I was shooting "Get Off My Lawn" this morning, but I'm also in the set for my new hit show, CRTV Tonight with Gavin McInnes. I don't think
0: you get to declare it a hit if it's pre-pilot.
5: No, see, that's a unique thing I do. (laughs) I also write hit songs. Now, none of them become hits, but if you were to hear them and look at them, you go, that's a hit song.
0: Yeah, I know. You wrote that whole album once about cats, and it's just one of those things. You know, if this were like a website back in the day on GeoCities or Angel Fire, you'd say, oh, this is the crazy person with a cat website. But Uh Gavin McInnes releases a whole album with songs about cats. Uh, Gavin. What have you been up We've obviously been, We've pardon our dust, we've been renovating. and going, what, have you, what have you been up to here in this crazy month since I've been gone? Have you just been working on the show? Or have you uh, been we're working on the show? Lots of stuff going
5: on. We did a Night for Freedom with Mike Cernovich. Chelsea Manning showed up. She told Antifa where we were. We were a total gentleman to her. I kept the paparazzi away. Then she leaves and says, um, I was just spying on white supremacists. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Chelsea. Yeah. I was shocked that she was traitorous.
0: I I, I know, I know. I mean, it's almost—it's almost like she's duplicitous. Um, I don't know.
5: And then, so Antifa's out there to the tune of hundreds. We all have to be shuttled out by the police into Ubers. But some fifty-seven-year-old man goes, "I'm not doing that. This is America, and I'm not a racist. I just went to hear a pro-Trump talk." Right. So he walks by Antifa. They—someone jumps out, strangles him, smashes him in the face, knocks him out onto the pavement, gives him a heart attack. And then the cops grab the Antifa kid. He, start, he tries to put one of the cops in the headlock.
0: How, He's how did he, it like 15 to 20 years. How, how big was this child? Ch- tiny. <laughs> he was just
5: another skinny professor's son who thinks that he owns the world, as they all do. And you can just go, punch a Nazi.
0: One of the funniest things I ever saw in my life was uh, in Denver when the occupiers showed up. They were really mad, there was some conference, I don't know, a, a bun- bunch of conservatives were there. And uh, this was when back when Occupy was still a thing, You know, now they've turned into Antifa. And they showed up and they threw, I think, Coke cans. Anyways, they committed, it. To- so of course the cops are taking them back to the uh, the paddy wagons. And uh, the cop goes, would you please put your head down? This is one of the funniest, I don't think I've ever laughed harder in my life. naki Jir knows this story, there might be footage somewhere. But he looks at the cop, he goes, I, w- I will kneel for no man, as he was gently stuffed into the car. <laughs> Like, there wasn't even a pause. And I don't know why. I just, I, I, I about, it took me like five minutes. To, it was a kind of laughing where my friend's like, are you okay? And it just, it took me five minutes to recover. It was so funny. They, so. they have basically
5: have two beliefs one, all cops are bastards. Screw the pigs. Yeah. Let's, let's fry them up like bacon. Two, police! Help! <laughs> That's assault! He's touching me! Police! Police! Right. Are you- have both. You either love them or hate them. They're not your
0: servants. Why would you need a firearm? You can call your local police department, <laughs> who just got done beating and framing a black man. Uh, l- l- let me ask you this: I was talking with, we were talking with Joe Rogan about this on his show. Have you? Know, speaking of Antifa, they showed up for your rally because Chelsea Manning, okay, angry tranny, it's like it's like the bat signal for 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 Antifa. They have to show up if an angry, you know, duplicitous tranny calls. But have you noticed that Black Lives Matter, Antifa? Uh, the, 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 pussy hat thing. I know mm-hmm. they just had a March recently, but outside of maybe once a year, it's really died out quite a bit. I mean, it's, it's strikingly quiet.
5: Yeah. I mean, it's a difficult thing to quantify, right? Because they've got these groups all over the country and they have their zenith, their ebbs and flows. But, uh, they, they I think the mainstream has finally realized who they are. Like the CNN calling them anti-fascist protesters. And all this crap and why we need violence and we had that what was his name Keith Ellison Keith Ellis that that uh, congressman or senator holding the Antifa handbook that Muslim right. guy. yeah uh, I think that's dying down but you know there's still I've got a guy on my show on my pilot episode Jack Murphy he was pictured with Richard Spencer in reality he was yelling at Richard Spencer but the photo that's not that obvious because he's just going Right. So Antifa doxed him, got him fired from his job as a teacher. And he's like, I'm a liberal. I voted for Obama. So he's suing this chick, Lacey McCauley. I don't remember her. She was the one who went to Turkey with her Muslim boyfriend and was promptly raped and beaten (laughs) and thrown in prison. And she comes back going, you know what the problem is? White supremacists. I'm going to get you fired for being near Richard Spencer. Meanwhile, she was on ABC News debating Richard Spencer and... That's the same thing he was doing. Yeah. So she got him fired. And so he's going to sue the pants off of her.
0: It is. And and that's kind of what we see when we were just talking with Ben about the State of the Union. Um, In the mainstream, I think they're realizing 43 percent of Democrats. That means I would assume that means registered from the poll that we have. I would assume that's not liberals. I would assume that means registered Democrats liked the State of the Union address. Yet everyone there who was a Democrat sat on their hands. Including when he mentioned the anthem and black unemployment being low. It's like, okay, hold on a second. You say you want to find some common ground? Hey, let's get, black people have jobs. No. Black
5: Americans, you're in America. Why are you wearing some dumb African flag? It's all these, Af- you see those ones with the African scarves? Yeah. So he, did you see that? All these black congressmen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. an African and and then And you're like, no, no, no. You live in America. You're a black American. Black American unemployment, he just said. No, I am here for the Zulu Warrior.
0: What, <laughs>
5: what are I don't, you doing, you
0: fools? I don't think that's a real thing, the Zulu Warrior. I think uh, I think you just made I don't think that's culturally accurate. How dare you on my program? What are you
5: talking about? There's still millions of Zulus. In fact, we're gonna see a lot more after when the civil war starts down in South Africa. That that stuff's about to pop off. But one thing I want to say about Soto was didn't the Democrats play their hand and admit that they're here just to win and they're not here for the country. Yeah, they hate America. For the flag. They, they basically said, I hate America. They brought illegals as guests. They just said, we're <laughs> doing whatever it takes to get bullets. Right. It.
0: Yeah, it's like, right, oh, we, 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 President Trump and this administration, they brought in some military vets, they brought in some wounded warriors, and uh, Nancy Pelosi brought El Chapo. Thank you. We appreciate it. <laughs> well, this is great. <laughs> just... Did you hear them groan? They go, we have the
5: victims of MS-13. Their daughter was shot dead. And the Dems go, oh, God,
0: whatever.
5: for <laughs> <laughs> so with my dead child.
0: And uh well they don't care about dead children.
5: Yeah, not if it's if it's not politically expedient for them then go
0: ahead. I just we were talking about that with with Joe Rogan. I mean, this is one thing we and, and I and I love Joe. We were talking with him about this and and people accuse him of being right-wing just because that day he happened to have Jordan Peterson on and us. And so yeah, i said hold on a second no one on the left is doing this there is no left version of change my mind segments like we do that that's what's crazy about this there is no interest in common ground and there is no moderate wing of the dnc most americans who would probably vote democrat would be moderate but there is no representation in the party there's no rand paul of the democrats there's no marco rubio ted cruz carly fiorina ben carson donald trump chris christie this representation think about it anyone who's been on their bench for the last 20 years, or is perhaps going to be on their bench. John Kerry, John Edwards, Hillary Clinton, Bernie Sanders, who else? Who else are we looking at? Uh, uh, Elizabeth Warren, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, any of them. They're all so radically far left. And I was talking with Joe about this because he was making fun of Justin Trudeau. And I was like, that's great. But the thing is, all these people who are now laughing at Justin Trudeau mocked Stephen Harper. I was going, can you, can you at least admit you got that one wrong? Because this was the guy fighting against the hate speech laws, the censorship laws that people like Justin Trudeau support. And a lot of people look at me with blank stares. and go, I don't I, I don't know Stephen Harper. Because I remember the comedic community, the entertainment community in Canada, for a lot, just mocking him. And like you said, oh God, how much they hated that guy. I'm going, can, can we acknowledge maybe corny Christian conservative, but actually supported the freedoms that are eroding now? I don't think they realize it. Rob Ford was great too, by the way. He was and they funny. couldn't stop making fun of him. They'll reelect Marion
5: Barry a hundred times as he does more and more crack. But Rob Ford <laughs> does crack once. And by the way, who hasn't done crack once or twice? Come on. I mean sometimes it, it gives you that last oomph <laughs> when you're way too drunk. And he was the laughing. Meanwhile, Rob Ford saved Toronto from the real estate collapse. He was a great lawyer. He a great mayor. He beat back all the unions. It's just and then you go, All right, who do you got? And they bring his Justin Trudeau with his pig socks, crying about refugees, screaming about hate crime hoaxes before they have a chance to blossom. And then the, the Dems bring us that weird guy. I don't know what was drooling out of his mouth. Joe Kennedy, shiny, drooling Joe. Was that his name? Jack, the little
0: kid, the little red hair? Yeah, I don't what? really even know what that was. I, I still can't make sense of all of it. They all sound like they're crying, those Kennedys. They're
5: all, oh, I'm here for
0: the great America. That's because it's the generational curse escaping their body as they speak. <laughs> like, I oh, know I'm going to die young. I just don't know how yet. It is. I mean, if you're Even if you're not a spiritual person, you have to look at the Kennedy family and go, all right, all right something's some happening there. I mean, Dude, did you see there's a movie about Ted Kennedy
5: coming out? It looks really intense. They show the girl in the car going
0: <laughs> uh, Yeah, I you know, I I can't imagine that would be made by anyone other than a conservative. That's I I can't imagine that. like how do you touch that? It's not like, well, let, we're going to touch on the Mary Joe Kopeckny story delicately. We're going to No. No,
5: there's no. that name makes all of the left look bad. And they
0: this movie I think is going to
5: totally fry him. I'm mean, I can't wait for
0: it. All right, we've touched on every single note here. We got to get going. Gavin, where's the best place for people to find you and watch the new pilot? VRTV.com. Yeah, and you. And I shall now resheath my sword,
5: for I have killed enough today.
0: <laughs> the only <laughs> problem is you—you if... you went off frame. You went off when you opened it. You're yeah. You need to. You need to get. Yeah. You need to <laughs> know your lenses, Gavin. <laughs> know your lenses. Maybe I just gotta
5: go. I challenge you to a duel. Yeah.
0: Only then it, you're just, you're... <laughs> He's like the kid trying to re-she's. His... Okay, let's go. Gavin McGinnis, Get Off My Lawn at CRTV, and of course his new show, The Pilot. We will be back to wrap this show up in a nice ribbon for you, but not really.
4: There kind
2: of. So strong. Oh, yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, How much longer do we have on the break?
1: Uh, To the break, uh, we got about a minute and a half.
0: Why the music, Clint? I'm a big fan of Bjork. I say we kill him anyway. Beep. Lotter with Crider Studios is protected exclusively by Walther and Hopper. And thank you, Kevin McInnes. 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 He's got a he thing about so that. Upset about New that pilot t- over there at CRTV. I don't, honestly, I've been so out of the loop, I didn't really even know. I didn't either. I didn't even know about that program. Not going to lie. I know about a show. I know a show. Follow a show. I didn't know there was a pilot going on. That's how completely out to lunch I am. Hey, speaking of uh, out to lunch, there is no segue there. February 6th, we're going to be in Virginia Tech doing this show live for the yes. first time in front of a, uh, a live, live studio, live, live student audience. Those lucky bastards. So we'll be streaming that not on YouTube, uh, but we'll be streaming that actually uh, on CRTV, so for Mug Club members. And then we'll Those have some, some highlights for people because we expect a lot to go wrong. <laughs> it's true. So we don't want that to be on YouTube uh, the first time, because God knows what could happen. And uh, since we'll be traveling next week to Virginia Tech Monday, we're going to have a full-length interview with Jordan Peterson. Ooh. New book is out, Ooh. so we'll have a full, length, full re- hour sitting down with it. Jordan Peterson. Send your questions that you have, particularly if you're reading his book that you would like us to ask. And we'll be asking that uh, spending time on Monday. Good, good book. Good book. I already started. It's a lot about lobsters. A lot about lobsters. That's lobsters true. Lobsters and fish. Lobsters and fish. And And Really of... analogous, uh, well, know, if you were. Um... <laughs> You know, it's hey, by the way, we were we did a wonderful uh, Joe Rogan show. Uh, yes. oh, he just he messaged me about I'll talk with you about something off here. But, but what did you think? Uh, you, that was your first time doing another show other than this show. It was it was really fun. Uh, it was weird not pressing buttons. In fact, I
1: didn't know what to do with my hands, so I just <laughs> yeah, that's that <laughs> I'll do the joke that's there. there. Yeah,
0: there's no joke that there. no, there's that's no not joke. Leave there. The no, joke no, there. no, no, we're no, trying just, to teach Jared I to write just, comedy. Finish it. Just had to, just had to pleasure myself. Ah, okay, there, there you go. go. So I was hoping you'd go. See, I, th- I was hoping <laughs> you'd z- z- zag because I anticipate that you zig, and he just zig. I, I just zigged. Just zig Your first time in L.A. I always zig. First time in
1: L.A., which is weird. Most people think that was really weird, but uh, it was true. And, uh, I don't know. It five, sucks. Five out of ten. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> you, it's not what you think when you go to L.A. No. You realize not. it's it's all a uh, it's all A Ficati. F- yeah. It's all a Ficati. A giant
1: faketi. Yeah. Yeah, I went down uh, Hollywood Boulevard cool i guess but you walk down and you realize if it weren't for the allure of hollywood and you know the celebrity of it yeah you would never venture there the whole industry on is on your own is very will.
0: fake yeah it was just like the fake towns if you take the universal tour and um i took my wife to harry potter world the day before god bless you she just she loves and you, i you are you I, just sealed your future oh my god but i get so you. motion sick now i got i haven't been that sick in a long time that's just the witchcraft the day we were doing joe rogan's show i was still spinning Because you go on those, particularly the digital rides, because it's just all spinny and the screens going nuts. Oh my word! And then in the worst, it's just I. Okay, listen. You can send your letters. I don't even care. Is the Asians with the selfie sticks? They actually have to issue warnings right now at Universal Studios. They're going, please, because this actually. I walk out. I'm sick. From the Harry Potter 3D journey ride, and I get a Yushinokami lookalike with a snow owl backpack and a selfie stick, and he hits me, and I look, he doesn't even apologize. I <laughs> click, and keeps going. I'm like, are like, are you kidding me? Statistically speaking, you're so lucky that was an iPad. <laughs> <laughs> You'd still be out. The, pro, the pro's heavy. Pro, uh, more gigabytes. You just, I, 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 I have a, I, I I have I a, a cold it. meat sandwich on my eye. Do you not see what you've done to me? <laughs> <laughs> they, were, um, they were actually warning people on the tour. The Universal Studios about selfie sticks. Really? Yeah. And I'm going, okay, this, a thing. If, if I were a betting man, at least 90% were Asians with selfie sticks. Yeah. I don't know what it is. That's one of those. Are we not supposed to say that? Culturally, in the United States, the statistical likelihood of you being hit with a selfie stick by anyone other than an Asian Is probably about the same as your statistical likelihood of contracting AIDS (laughs) if you're not shooting heroin at a gay truck stop. Your
1: statistical likelihood of receiving one packet of sauce from Taco Bell.
0: Yes, exactly. (laughs) It was just remarkable. Anyway, so Joe Rogan, LA, um, you enjoyed it. One thing I will say, you know, we've been working, we've hired several people here. We've hired uh, uh, Mark, we've hired Garrett, we've hired uh, uh, obviously John. So, and we have more people who are actually contracting, bringing on. Um, There's been so much work to do. We knew that we wouldn't be able to do the show for you this year unless we. Sounds like we just uh, made up a bunch of generic
1: white guy names. Yeah, I know.
0: We knew we wouldn't be able to, to continue doing the show for you guys and growing. And that's one thing, too. You know, a lot of people just kind of, okay, they take the money and run. I hope that you guys, you were really trying to build this out. And the more you invest into Muggle, the more you guys subscribe, the more we're able to give back to you. You know, and, and this, is, this is basically a storefront. We want don't want to just ask you for money and sit there and hope with a, you know, GoFundMe page or a Patreon. We want to give you your dollars worth. So during this month, we had so much. We're like, we have to get this infrastructure right. We have to get this stuff streamlined because we're going to bring in more people. We have to do more content, hopefully produce more shows. And um, so we weren't all plugged into the news to the same degree. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were, but, you know, it was more important, for example, to make sure, okay, this, this, this sound equipment is hooked up or that this new camera is installed than reading the latest headlines. You know, that was our priority. Sure. And what's funny is before I went and I did uh, Rogan's program, I did a briefing, and I just went through anything that I could have possibly missed. Nothing has changed. Nothing in a month. Think about that for a second. You don't miss us because you missed information for a month. Anyone who's watching right now, you didn't, you didn't miss any commentary. You could tune in anywhere and do that. That's why we try to focus on entertainment, providing some, actual, some value that you want to go to sleep with as opposed to just, this sucks, Donald Trump's the best, or Donald Trump sucks. Think about that for a second, though. For a month, you could not look at any news at all. And there would be zero change. People would be acting the exact same as you expected them to one month ago. And that's why I think it's so important to know what what you hear us talk about this, principles, what you believe is much more important than a poll that day or some news topic of the day. It's so temporary. It's so fleeting. you You can take time off. And it won't affect you at all.
1: Yeah, you just think about like all the doomsday CNN headlines they run all day. Like it's all going to just just radically turn your life upside down if you don't pay attention to it. And you realize, no, I think I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm pretty good actually.
0: And and think about that for a second. Um, people. It was really popular during this election to mock it. Like, oh, mm-hmm. but my principles, conservatives. I mean, unless you are entirely dependent on what is being discussed and what the talking heads are telling you to think that day in the news. Does your does your opinion on, on freedom of speech change? Does your opinion on, on firearms change, on the Second Amendment, does that change? Does your opinion on when a life begins, does that change? Now it can change based on new information as it relates to your principles, but it doesn't just change on information, period. It certainly doesn't change based on a poll, period. And that's one thing I was talking about with with Rogan on the show saying, everyone makes fun of Justin Trudeau now. Yeah, of course, but I remember back in the day talking about how it was important for people like Stephen Harper, our prime minister, it was important for cons- the conservative values, principles of preserving things like freedom of speech. So it doesn't really exist in Canada. We did have more conservatives who fought for it. It's not fleeting. It doesn't change because you have a guy who is a douche and nobody likes. <laughs> but the same people, it was cool just to mock Stephen Harper because he was the out of touch Christian conservative. Well, hold on a second, what, what changed? And I think that's something that is, and that's why we're, listen, we're doing Virginia Tech on, on, mm. on February 6th. Um, I've spoken at schools. I've done stand-up at schools, and I've also been in the audience at schools when a lot of conservative or Republican speakers come in. Nine times out of ten, you can predict what they're going to say. We're not going there to edu- We're not going there just to educate the audience. A bit- You're literally an educational establishment. We're going in there to entertain the audience. Because if you're not adding anything of value, and when you realize when you're talking about value, this temporary fleeting information and a 24-hour cycle of commenting on it, think of the monster we've created.
1: Gosh, you just can't,
0: you just realize at some point they're just lying all, to fill the air. All of news, all of cable news is basically inside edition. Yeah. With senators. That's it. in Don Lemon. And Don Lemon, <laughs> A.K.A. Dead Johnny Mathis, <laughs> and that really should put it into context. It is so there's so much of this stuff that we that we that we discuss every day. I don't mean we, but so much when you watch every day. If you look at if you can take right now, top ten right wing news sites, freedom are going to be talking about the same thing. Top ten liberal news sites. just go and we do it every day. HuffPo, Salon, Slate, just go right. There. They say the same thing, and if it's a slow day. Then it's just op-eds on things that don't matter, like Ninja Turtles going vegan. The point is this. It is so much more important to know what you believe and why you believe because that doesn't change based on a YouTube algorithm. That doesn't change based on the adpocalypse on Facebook and if they get to decide what's in the newsfeed, Wouldn't the world be a better place if we agreed on this? We're going to talk about common ground. How about how about finding common ground on the fundamentals? Then you wouldn't have to worry if all of your stuff was going to be erased from Facebook. You wouldn't have to worry if all of us will lose our jobs because someone at Google decides that they don't like what we have to say because, hey, we want to find common ground Let's let's find the center. Well, instead of instead of just talking about news of the day, the center should be based on truth. That's what we talked about with Joe Rogan. And if you can't agree on truth, if you can't agree on fundamental principles, then you end up with the 24-hour news cycle. And if you look at the Twitter feeds of some of these folks who were, and I did, I went back, we had to do a review. I was like, okay, I've got to catch up on all the news that I missed. I know Donald Trump, Haiti, that was like five days. I'm sure something else happened. Not much. Not much happened. But you go through the Twitter feeds of people who've had five different opinions in one news cycle because of new information that shouldn't change how they view the world at all. All basically in a nutshell, take this. Take that immediate dopamine release, basically the Facebook addiction, the social media addiction that we've talked about with young children, how harmful it is for mental health, all this constant stimulation and new information that doesn't really mean anything. Now take that and make that their fundamental worldview. And you have an entire <laughs> generation of people in its and it's that's a bad thing. Whether it's left or right, whether you're conservative or liberal. Now I'm not saying I'm a centrist. To most people, I'm to the right of Attila Han. Fine. It is about finding truth and sometimes news of the day, that news cycle actually pulls you away from truth. And I think that month for us, again, working our asses off but not having to read the news cycle every day, you know is isn't it wonderful that we don't have to lie about, we can just, we can write a few bits, we can tell a few jokes, we can bring in some interesting guests. Hopefully that's where you people find yourself in your life. If you find yourself in your life where you are beholden to something that you know is inherently untruthful, Cut it out of your life like a cancer. I think all of us have had to do that at some point with something. That's the best advice I can give you. Immediately get rid of it. Rip it off like a Band-Aid. Don't wait, because it will ruin. It will taint. It. One bad apple, don't spoil the bunch. In this case, it kind of does. We'll see you next week. Jordan Peterson, February 6th, Virginia Tech. Get your tickets. I don't think they have tickets. I think it's a show up. It only takes.